from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. I was over there, it's Friday, March 15th, 2019, and it's the Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studio is very special today, uh, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Over there on the other side of the table, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody. Behind the glass, because we don't let him play in the big kids' table. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It's adult swim. It's adult swim. <laughs> our, produ- our engineer on the ones and twos, uh, my brother Chandler Strang. Hello. And on the Skype line, all by her lonesome in Nashville, right. Tennessee. I was about to say, if you think Chandler's got it bad, this girl didn't even get invited to the party. Podcaster, speaker, author, cowgirl extraordinaire, <sighs> Annie F. Downs. Good morning, gents. Oh, Disappointingly yeah, you look, alone. You look very forlorn. You do look couldn't forlorn. Have done, couldn't have done a worse thing to this Enneagram 7 than throw oh, yeah. a party without her hey, there. You're, you're, you're invited. It's like when Michael Dandy. Scott was invited to the launch party and we found it's a virtual party, but it's, it's still party. counted. Hey, Tyler, before we get going, Tyler, I just want to say happy birthday, man. Not my birthday. I thought we had the same birthday. No? Okay. Oh, oh we didn't have the same birthday. Oh, my gosh. For that today, Cameron. Oh, I thought we had the same birthday. That was literally right, right. gross. That Let's was literally gross. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. Happy birthday. Is Happy it birthday. Michael Scott, <laughs> bit? <laughs> Michael Scott called Jan. She goes, what do you need? And he goes, I, I just want to call you and say Happy birthday. And she goes, it's not my birthday. And he goes, oh, I thought we had the same birthday. And then she goes, it's like a dead pause. I was going to say it. And then she goes, Happy birthday, Michael. Uh, my favorite Michael Scott birthday moment is when he gets mad that Kevin might have cancer and the diagnosis might be on his birthday because it's, it's distracting from the festivities. It's bringing everybody down. And that's when Michael and then pe- people make him feel bad and he makes live strong bracelets out of sticky notes. You know, out of yellow. This, this is, uh, Cameron, happy real birthday, though. I'm thanks. so glad you were born. I appreciate it. I was going to say it. I mean the, it. Uh, now, the, now it's all gone. No, like, the sincerity no, doesn't feel... awkward. No, it's awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I meant to. You you made it weird by throwing in a weird joke at the start. We were going to say it. Let's, uh, let's deflect. No, but what's cool about this, why everybody's here, is that uh, the Orlando Magic hit me up Almost and they're like, everybody. hey, it's your birthday. Can we use everybody loosely, everybody. please? That Almost is everybody. super offensive. Staff, staff. A lot of us staff. are here. Yeah. Staff. Annie's not, Annie's Annie's not really part okay, of our family. Okay, this isn't getting any better. You're All not, right, so you're... anyway, the, mag- the Magic hit us up and said, hey, you know, every year around my birthday, they yeah. know it's my birthday and they'll do a little something for me. They're very kind organization yeah and they're like hey would you guys like a suite for the whole for the whole staff to come <gasps> to the game and we're like yeah so they gave us a suite for free so we're all going to i'm well, so mad i'm so mad i'm so mad well listen annie annie <laughs> here's the good news there's something i i don't want to screw up the order of the uh the intros here but i'm gonna go ahead and tell you i'm gonna give a preview of the second segment today annie it is you know i figure what a better way to honor cameron on his birthday oh, no. To honor the birth of a strang son. Oh boy. Oh gosh. <laughs> what are they doing? Digging in deep no. into the family history for a game called Stranger Things. Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> the music is ready. Oh, yeah. Beside my bed during the visit here to Orlando. Yeah, Jesse's staying I in my guest room. volume. On how we fit in by Steve Schrag, <laughs> which have I have also read. If, I, I, if there was an accelerator reader test, I would pass it. Annie, listen, and there are a lot of strange facts in this book. <laughs> a lot of disturbing things. I didn't. I haven't slept much since I've been down here. Okay, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. We begin. Hold on, we can't get so too deep into it. Listen, stay tuned later for the game because we're gonna find out. <laughs> 
Who knows more about the Strang family? Cameron Strang on his birthday uh-huh. or a complete stranger? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So I, for, for podcast listeners who don't know what's going on, uh, it, be, it was a joke six, nine months ago on the show. My dad wrote a self-published yeah. book. My dad yeah. owns a media company, but he wrote a personal project. He, he wrote a book about our family history mm-hmm. and literally wrote it to Chandler and myself. Yep. You, it was self-published. You can buy it on Amazon. And we got talking about it, and I hadn't read it yet. He gave me right, and Chandler right, right. a copy. He wrote it to you and Chandler. Yeah. Jesse and I have read it. We yeah. have read it. But we got talking about it. You guys thought it was horrible that he and I hadn't read it yet. So you Awful. went online and bought it. Yeah. Jesse says to me, what you should do is keep it in your guest room nightstand for your guests to know. And so I did. I put yeah. it on the guest room nightstand. Jesse's staying in my guest room. I didn't realize he would grab it, bring it in, and do a game around the content. <laughs> and I want to say, this is sincere. This is this is going to sound like a bit. This, this is sincere. This is not a bit. This is, this is a bit. <laughs> This is sincere. I was, I, we were driving and Jesse and I drove in together today. Yeah. He was giving me some selected readings. <laughs> I could not believe what I was hearing. This was oh like, this is like, this is like an HBO it's, it's, it's spicy. series. No it's way. very spicy. This is, that, that's what I was saying. I was shocked at the number of murders. Oh, no. There's yeah. one murder. There's yeah. one murder that's going to come up in the game. And I think, I, Annie, I think you know which one I, I'm talking about. Like, You're right, I do. It, it, For sure, it, I do. It is insane. We'll get to that later. I expected zero murders. I, I, and it's as well <laughs> over no, zero. Not, you're never going to find a family line that has zero murders. That's like ridiculous. I mean, yeah, Cain and Abel. Come on. We all have somebody somewhere. I, yeah, but, but Annie, you are Everybody right. Everybody kills people, right? Annie, if you are right, if this was like an HBO series that like span generation, it's the hardest R. Wow. It is the hardest. Wow. Yeah. Strange yeah. family. Yeah. Well, all I remember is growing up, my parents tell me that like on both sides, lineage ministers, church planners, evangelists, like you I come mean, from a long line of spiritual I mean, they're, leaders. They're peppered in. They're peppered in. <laughs> it doesn't bode well for the game. Like, oh, no. For team camera. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, anyway, well, that's coming up. Yeah. But uh, our, main, our main guest today is uh, <laughs> later on, Maggie Rogers joins us, one of our favorite oh, yeah. artists. Yeah. She's I coming love her on so much. I love, love her Maggie. so much. I did not know. To talk Happy about her to you. critically <laughs> acclaimed new album, uh, Heard It in a Past Life. And yeah. uh, Tyler talks to her on the show today. It's going to be had, a lot of fun. We kind of, we, we got, I, I would say it was, I, I don't think we didn't fight, but it, but there's a little more tension in this interview than people might be used to. I'm such a nice, you know, usually I'm very, I'm a calm tension. person. I'm a nine. Yeah. You know, we don't what like conflict or anything. Yeah. I, I told her I hated the album. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do it. I was no, frank. I was frank. No, it was it was a good one. It was a it was a it was a really good conversation. I, I would say we'll, we'll talk about it a little later, but I've probably never interviewed somebody professionally who was as comfortable in her own skin as Maggie Rogers was. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. great. It's just what a for, huge compliment. Yeah, because I mean, like a few, I guess it's been two years ago, right? She mm-hmm. was on our cover. We saw her at South by playing like a relatively small new artist showcase. We had a feeling she was going to blow up. This year, her album debuts at number two on the, the Billboard chart. She, yeah. you know, was a SNL musical guest, which is pretty much the pinnacle. Yeah. Like, you know, there's only a handful of people that can, can say that. So it's cool to, to talk to yeah. her once again, especially now that she's no longer on the rise. She's risen. Yeah. She- She's, oh, that's Annie, crazy. Annie, oh, wow. she's risen. That? She yes. has risen. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> According to the charts. <laughs> I, it's a special Lent episode. Annie, yes. according to the album chart, she has risen. That's objective. Oh, no longer on the rise. It's objective. <laughs> I can't. Uh, before uh, we get on, the, you, the guys have been here for a couple days, Annie. You mm-hmm. you have been missing out. Last night, uh, I hate we, everything. We, it, we had an entire podcast in the in the uh, hot tub, hot tub, hot tub. No, 
full fledged. Cameron, you know how much I hate this. I know. I'm just telling Why you all the things. I'm taking them to some me? great restaurants. Domu. Yeah. We went to yeah. Domu, one of my yeah. favorite spots. Tonight, we have the suite. Uh, I noticed ah. on, as I was handing out the tickets to everybody that Chandler had a plus one tonight. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm bringing, bringing a friend. I don't know who. I've actually hit up a f- couple people. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I was like, Cameron. I mean, yeah. Chandler. Chandler, who have you not texted to see if she could join you? Me, <laughs> just sitting in Nashville, wondering if any of my friends even notice that I'm not there. No, I'm feeling bad. I feel bad for Annie. I know. I yeah. feel this really is bad. my this worst. Is you understand? This is my worst nightmare. That all my friends are celebrating the birth of someone I love, and I'm not there. A- Annie, and I'm listen, missing it. This will make you feel better. Last it night, won't. The, the hot tub was almost like too comfortable. Like I almost oh dozed off. I got so relaxed. Yeah, that almost dozed off. Like I went. I know that's probably not consolation, but it was almost, you know what I mean? You ever been just too chilled out and too relaxed? And- my, my FOMO, if my FOMO was a temperature, it's hospital height. You would put me in the oh. hospital for how hot my FOMO oh. is and, right now. And after we had a, a, a hot tub sesh, yeah. we had to go cool off, had a little uh, pool diving competition right. in the that evening. Uh, yeah, and, then, and then went back to the hot tub. Then, then, then got, you know, double dip. Then real and then they all re-soaked. went to bed and I stayed up and watched uh, my, uh, the bachelor finale on DVR. Rules. No, I, I had, I had taped the bachelor finale cause I missed it earlier in the oh, week. Oh, so. are we going to talk about it a little bit? I mean, you can, I mean, no, America has moved on, but I mean, did you watch it? How about, how about each of you? How about this? Because I did highlight. see, I did see a lot of feedback that people seemed to like the, the, it was polarizing last time we did a, a, an extended bachelor take, but there's some people that seem to like it. So why don't you each give, we're not going to do an extended bachelor no. take because this was it's so over. boring. No, no, bo- they are the most boring. boring. Each of you give one wow. highlight. That's a, a hot Annie, tub hot take right Annie, there. Give me your highlight. I wish it the- was. I'd have made it a hot tub hot take if I had been there. <laughs> Annie, what was your, what was your highlight of the bachelor series season finale? Um, it was still jumping the fence because after he jumps the fence, everything else is kind of just like, Oh yeah, of course. Like, like it just played out very like, okay, good. They like each other. Fine. But I will tell you, okay. I have a shorter hot, a longer hot take, not a long one, but a longer, uh, it is interesting to watch a man pursue a woman that insanely because it's just amazing that how much he gave up in hopes that he could get the one girl he wanted. I thought did that he, was did he for, for those who didn't watch yeah, for those did who he didn't get see the girl it. that he pursued. Uh, yeah, I mean they they okay, so normally there's like a three two one you know sort of thing. He just went and said, "I know who I want. I'm not going to like lead other people on." And went and broke it off with the other two contestants. Yeah, and then went back to the girl who said to him, "I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm where you're at. I don't know if I'm wanting what you want. I think I'm out and broke up with them, right? Yeah. He was like, no, that's the girl I want. Went and ended it with the other two girls. So he, the bachelor coming into the finale had no women on the show anymore. Like right. there's nobody left. And, and then so he if went, he couldn't get her, bachelor. it was done. So he oh. went back to the girl who <laughs> broke up with them yeah. and said, I broke up with the other two girls. I want you to know I'm, I'm whatever you need. I, I'm here. Like I, we don't have to get married. We don't have to, there's no pressure. Yeah. Like you need whatever time you need. I just want to date you. I want to be with you. Yeah. So then fast forward, they're in the studio and now they're dating. They're yeah. dating now. So like, there's no like conclusion. The stakes need to be much higher. Yeah. They yeah. need to be much higher. Yeah. It needs to be <laughs> legal marriage, I mean, legal marriage on the spot. Legal marriage Dude, on the spot. Oh, or else you don't get paid. Yeah. Or no one's getting paid here. No one, <laughs> including the crew. Put the pressure on them. Crew. Annie, I've never <laughs> seen, the crew. I've never seen the bachelor before this season. And so yes. like the thing that happened at the finale at the very, very end, 
Is that um, normal? Is that what they do? Or is that it's happened one other time? Okay. It, it's not the so normal. The, the finale thing. was so boring. So, so boring. boring. They have two hours to fill. And within okay. the first 10 minutes, it's like, well, yeah, we're happy and dating. And like, well, no now, drama. now what? It well, was like, here's what I compare that to. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys wait. remember a few years ago when they were, I was hyped for this literally for months. I was hyped about this. This guy was going to be eaten alive by a python. Oh, yeah. I remember this. On live TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember this? Very exciting. On the Discovery yes. Channel. Yeah. And he, and, and, he, and he like made this like catcher's it. costume of steel. And literally, like the selling point is, we're going to watch this man be swallowed by a live python. Do you remember this? No, of course. Yeah. This it, was, I, it's four months of podcast content. For I us. know, and I'm so it's a two-hour special. <laughs> it's a two-hour special. They save because uh, apparently it doesn't take that long to eat and alive by a python. Literally, they save it. I'm watching all night long. They save it for the last five minutes, and <laughs> and like literally, all you as soon as the python starts biting his foot, the guy's like, "I'm out." I'm out. Oh what? my! Yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, he I, did it. It was it was a non-event. Yeah, he was, was like, no, 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 that's too hard. I would have expected that hard. Two hours of, of waiting, and they didn't even eat the guy. I alive. have been eaten by a python the same amount that that guy was eaten by a python. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I didn't tell anybody that I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was so. It was so, so, that's, boring. so, so scary. So boring. Well, I'm sorry, I just don't remember the python thing. Did he have a knife to cut himself out? How was he going to survive that? It was nothing. The details weren't clear. That should have been the red flag. He had like a special suit. He had a suit of some yeah. kind like a it was like a <laughs> what like a scuba call it? suit into the body yeah. of a python uh-huh he was gonna scuba but suit it, supposedly it could not it wouldn't contract right yeah. it would protect yeah, it. It, was it was like armor. a suit of armor it, yeah basically but as soon as a python bite him he's like no 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 and they were like oh well, that's it for eating alive and I was like, <laughs> well, what are you talking about why even put that on tv yeah, yeah. Exactly. so this is about 30 minutes left in the show they don't have anything else to do you can just feel the producer off camera going stretch stretch yeah. uh-huh. you know? <laughs> so 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 they bring out they announce the new bachelorette it's one of the contestants uh, yeah. you know and they bring her out and then they're like are we are we, we not saying her name on purpose i don't know what her name is it's Hannah the la- it's the lady Hannah there Hannah you go and to bring her out and they had too much time left. And so they're like, well, how would you like to meet the, uh, the guys who are on the bachelorette? They basically first went five. into the first episode of the bachelorette because yeah. they didn't have enough to do yeah. on the bachelor. Okay. But actually the worst part than that was air supply singing, making love out of nothing at all. That was the worst part. Uh, they like, had a live concert. Yeah. Yes, and, and it's Jesse. like the two, the couple, like the way that they like fit their final bad, bad, act bad, bad, as a bad, couple bad. was they had to stand up in front of everybody and awkwardly sway back and forth while Senior Citizen Air Supply played them a concert from seven feet away. It was uh, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's terrible. It was it's horrible. terrible. Well, looking them dead in the eyes. That's pop- pretty hilarious, though. I'm not going to lie. But the most popular shows. show on TV, ladies and well, gentlemen. Well, you know the reason that they sing that song? We haven't even dug into this. The reason they sing mm. that song is because The Bachelor came in as a virgin. That's why? And that is like a big part of it. I mean, yeah. I knew that. I was aware of the... Yeah. Yeah. And so they had them sing Making Love Out of Nothing at All because he never told whether he lost his virginity on the show or not. And the idea that this is entertainment for myself and yeah. all of our friends is just so yeah. For, yeah. Who? for yeah. who? Some of us have standards. Some of us yeah. want to yeah, see yeah, a man yeah. eat alive by an animal. <laughs> Listen, I put myself in front of the firing line. Yeah, and bad. I told y'all from the beginning that the last episodes always feel like the capital from Hunger Games to me. This part feels weird yeah. when it's live. But yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm So you out. watched it after everyone went to bed last night after all the yeah. 
yeah, hot tub they, hot takes. They all, they all are. You didn't like, even text me when you were having hot tub no, no, hot takes. Here, here's what they need to do. I'm going to heighten the oh. excitement. It was, too hot, time, it was too hot, Annie. We couldn't have texted. Next it's, time. A, it's a phone-free <laughs> zone when there's hot tub hot takes. Here, here, here's I, I got it all in recording. Here's what this they is need like, to do. What's that kid's movie where they had a boys club and it said no girls allowed? What was that? All little rascals. Like, yeah, like I feel like I'm them. living little rascals. I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna I fix. Would love for you to been. I, I naturally assumed you were invited, Annie. I was. <laughs> oh. It seemed obvious. It would have been weird to have not right, invited. Here's you. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change the subject and inform you all how we can fix the Bachelor season finale. Granted, this is from someone who's never watched a single episode. Okay. The sure. stakes. We we just raise them dramatically. Uh-huh. They are either legally married on the spot. Right. Okay, you know, and, and there can be, there's no like, uh, uh, you know, prenups. There's no like annulments. Like it's a legally binding thing. They yeah. have to get married, or if they choose no, America gets to watch as they're both eaten alive by pythons. <laughs> yes, I was hoping you were going to say that. I was hoping you were going to say that. It ends with a python. <laughs> like, I love that. There's, there's only one. There's only one suit. There's only like one, one suit. suit. They have to fight over. It. There's a guy in like the, the the khaki safari suit, and he's like the python handler. He's like he hadn't eaten in weeks, and he's like just waiting. He's just waiting for them. Is he an old timey pirate? Yeah, I mean he's he works at the he works at the amphibian thing at the zoo, oh, and okay. he's very lonely. Uh, they, he's got his own reality. <laughs> like Annie show. right now. Gosh, that's so rude. <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> I am. I am. They're the all going to bed. We had a great evening. Lots of fun, laughing. They're all going to bed, and and they're and I'm like oh, I'm I'm going to stay up for a few more minutes, guys. And they're like, what? I'm like, I gotta watch. I gotta finish watching the Bachelor finale. And they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I'm a completionist. I just can't leave it with like the second half. Half of the last episode is the only thing I haven't seen. It's like I've made it this far. It's like right. eating a bad sandwich. You just got to finish because you've like made it that far. I don't know. You I, turned on the TV. Are all of y'all staying at the same house? Is everyone staying with you? Yeah, it's, it's a, like it's, it's it's the real world. Oh, it's, 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 it's pretty much it's just, the real world. Yeah, yeah Tyler's I, in the game room and Jesse's in the guest room. I'm, I've got Legos. Everywhere. And got a lot. Cohen's of, in his room and I'm in my room. Wait, Cohen's there too? Yeah. Well, last night he was. Oh. Yeah, but. He yeah. hot the nine year old hot tub hot takes. So oh, yeah, not to mention Doug. Doug, Doug, Doug is the dog. Also Doug, Doug, Doug the dog. Yeah, he's a sweet. He's a sweet All right. Guy. Well, let's move the show along. Uh, it's a big. It's a big episode, packed full of a lot of things I don't know about. But it's <laughs> time for it's time for the hot list. But this is a special hot list. So let's take a quick break and come back. Good. It'll be time for the Ides of March edition of the hot list. Listening to Gold Fur, the song is Mania. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Albert Hammond Jr. with Fast Times. Okay, it's time for the hot list. But as if you notice, over the last five weeks or so, we we've been uh, workshopping this segment. You know, yeah. we killed off in case you missed it. It was too backwards looking. We're not interested in the past. We're interested in the future. This is what's happening now. Okay, yeah. so it's now the hot list. But we needed an iconic jingle. And we we floated the first one, and it was a big old dud. Yeah, Nobody liked it. Yeah, everybody was very upset. And so we said, okay, okay, okay. We'll call a spade a spade. We're teachable. We will try more. So for the last five weeks, Chandler has made a new jingle for every edition of the Hot List. And today we are going to listen to all five 
Put oh, them wow. on the internet and let <laughs> the and oh, let wow. the public oh, wow. vote. Democracy for their favorites. Now we can advocate for our favorites, but yeah. the public will be able to vote. You will be able to t- go to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and you can vote there. You can also go to relevantmagazine.com slash vote. That's going to be where and you can lobby <laughs> and you can lobby us for because my vote is uh, I, I love them all like it's okay. like, like trying to so, pick a favorite child. So Chandler, before we do the hot list, let's do the hot list jingle selection show. You know, I love that. Like, no, this is like the last episode when they reveal that someone's being eaten by a python, <laughs> and the python handler says, "I haven't eaten. He's hungry. I usually eat, feed him like four cats a week. He's starving." He is an old timey sailor. I know. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're going to listen to all five right now, and then you guys will vote this uh, week. And on next week's show, we will. And they're just numbered. We're just uh, yeah. also, so, Chandler, so, how so, impressive to make five jingles. I just need no. to say, very <laughs> impressed. There's no and off, Annie, no Annie, off on the genius. You, you got to remember, this is a forty-hour work week. He does the podcast for two of them, thirty-eight hours. Oh yeah, jingles. it only takes him two hours. Jingles. Yeah, jingles. for sure, hours. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so with hot list week, hot list jingle number one. Here it is. This is one everyone hated. The hot list. Very newsy. Oh, like, yeah, very newsy. Of, yeah, it's kind of got an ABC. I was going to say, just in. ABC World News tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. President yeah. Trump just in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I like know that one too. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I like that one. I know. I like, I like that one too. Forceful. It really depends on the items, though. That one doesn't fit this item, but, fit, but anyway. Okay, okay. Right, that's right, not, okay. Well, number one. Number two. It's the hottest. Oh, this one makes me feel bad. It's sizzling. Air Supply is going to cover that on the next next yeah. week's uh, yeah. show. <laughs> is that three minutes? Some, some babies yeah. are going to get made, but yeah. Three minutes yeah, of that. I don't want. I don't want it's that. Too hot. That one's hot. That one's too hot. That's a different. That's different than what we do here. Podcast after dark. Yeah, that's the hot tub. That's a hot tub hot list right there. Definitely shooting for yacht rock vibes. Hot tub hot list. Okay, number three. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that was that's that's kind of the people's favorite, Chandler. All right, that's week number three. Okay, number four. Little stinger, you know. Kind of SKR, yeah. 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 Kind of, yeah. I get it. I get it. That's not. That's what that they are. Like an accident. That one felt like an accident. Th- that's what NPR like goes that's like from NPR seventies. Yeah, like PBS or, maybe. Or it's like better. when NPR goes from uh, like yeah, Ron Burgundy the, the, would do that. The news to like after drive time, it's like a weird jazz show, like a weird local <laughs> jazz. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Like, right. like a guy that's just worked there a long time. Like, yeah, you can have you know for, for, thirty for, minutes at seven. Frank Frankie's Fish Fry Jazz Hour, whatever, <laughs> man. Just take it. Every third Friday at seven <laughs> yeah. and that's his whole job yeah, yeah. he he's also employed for you yeah, 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 uh, yeah, number four okay number five so that was oh, just a uh, cover of the in case you missed a jingle yeah i like oh, what you did there chandler that's special with kind of a little special. ding at the end yeah. a little throwback yeah, like, yeah, yeah, where we yeah, came yeah. from but we're moving ahead <laughs> yeah, I yeah I, I, I that one feels special to me buddy yeah uh, so there you go There's i mean everybody gets to vote yeah, everybody yeah, vote. Every vote. So counts. go to relevantmagazine.com slash vote, or you can just go to the podcast episode page. And you would think everybody's vote was equal, but I didn't get invited to the party, so my vote probably doesn't count. So it's fine. It's fine. Andy, I'll give you another login. You can vote twice. Okay. Will that make up for it? Obvious. The sixth option. Absolutely not. That will not make up for it. And You're going to be in a suite tonight. Do you know how bougie I am? How much true. do I love suites at basketball games? Yes. 
You don't know so much. The answer I, is so I, much. I figured you turned it down. I yeah. just really thought oh, I could have gotten Tyler, I need I need to specify something about the voting. There'll be five options. The six will be we can watch Chandler be eaten alive by a python. <laughs> <laughs> and this python has not or eaten Chandler will be the new bad eating cat in two weeks. And he <laughs> is hungry. <laughs> and he's tired of being bossed around by Popeye the Sailor Man. Telling him what he can and can't do. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Delicious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but how do we do that every week? Does he just nibble a little more every week? I mean, oh no, we're gonna have to find a new producer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, coming in number five this week, Katy Perry joined uh, an American Idol contestant for a duet this week. Took him to church. Uh, the duet was "His Eyes on the Sparrow." The young contestant it was like the the audition uh, yeah. weeks right now. The young contestant's name was Drake McCain, and he wowed the judges uh, when he began his rendition of the gospel classic. Uh, the performance was so compelling that Katy Perry decided to join him. Here's a here's a clip. Oh, he watches, he watches me. His eyes. He's on the spill. Sing it with me. I sing because I'm free. I'm about to join in too. Bring it in, Jesse. I, I sing, sing because I'm free. His eyes is <laughs> on the so painful to listen to. Yeah, her. I was about to say, <laughs> I wish she, she should have just let him do it. You That's know horrible. Like, you are screaming like at each horrible. other at the end. It's horrible. Maybe I'm tone deaf because I was like, oh, Katie, No, 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 they're freak. both good singers, but yeah. it was just like Not they together. were like singing over top of each yeah. other. They're both going, oh, they're trying right. to do the runs at right. the end. Yeah. 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 Away from at the they're end. good individually. Like, you isolate each of those tracks, you got a great okay, song. So, yeah. he, okay, that poor kid, was he was doing a great job. She went out there. No, 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 no. If you're auditioning for American Idol yeah. and Katy Perry wants to join you for a yeah. duet, stand down. No, no, you stand don't. Stand no, this is, no, this is stand. your shot yeah. to show yeah. what you can do, not her shot. Right. Katie She's Perry. Katy Perry. We know Katy can sing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let her shine. shine. Yes, Katy, what's your problem? Why do you got to put the spotlight Chandler, on you? I would like you to spend 40 hours next week <laughs> isolating those two channels. Yeah. yeah. And we can. We no, no, make no. Her he only has 38. He, remember, he spends yeah, two on two hours on podcasts. So he's only got 38 hours to spare, Jeff. Do you guys. I think this is kind of my take on Katie. Do you guys feel like we kind of, we saw, which no judgment because a lot of people have this. We saw Katy Perry like have her rebellious kind of like, I'm not really, like not really doing the Christian thing for like two years. Two. And she like pivoted back. Like two. She's back. Ten. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't keep track. I don't have a marker, but, but <laughs> well, ever, she started the, backsliding on this date. No, well, everybody, <laughs> so everybody knows, everybody knows that before she was Katy Perry, she was CCM star Katie Hudson. Right. She was in a POD video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she dated the lead singer Reliant K. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was in it. She was doing pretty good. And she then, was like having some success. And then, went away, comes out Katy Perry, now she's raunchy. Uh-huh. She had but, like just kind of a scandal. She like had kind of a, a scandalous vibe. But but and, I do feel like to 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 your point, like I feel like it's almost like Miley Cyrus, though. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 because like I actually really like her as like a TV personality because I really do feel like she seems like a, an interesting, like genuine person. Andy, do you have an opinion yeah. about modern of modern Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like her and you I would look, like to be friends with her. Thoughtful. That's how I feel about her. Yeah. I really have enjoyed her. I mean, I, I have enjoyed her in, in the words of a lot of, we've talked about this before, but 
we wa- I think we've watched her deconstruction and reconstruction of her faith, and I've liked it. Yes, yeah. that's a better way to put it. There's a reconstruction. Me. I mean, you, I mean, I think I she's think just so. kind of cleaned up her act a little well, bit. Well, she she's, she was on Instagram not that long ago, like writing about. I I'm I'm gonna butcher it, but it was it was basically something like butcher you know, like she butchered that kid's audition. Yeah, <laughs> like, like like we're gonna have to do that Python halfway of him's consumption of Chandler. Get him out! Get him out! Chandler will never walk again. Last four toes. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, she. I, I mean, I saw her post something on Instagram relatively recently. We posted about it um, about her, you know, talking about Jesus and the importance uh, that he, you know, the role that he played in her life. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like you know, how quote unquote, like orthodox her, you know, modern beliefs are reconstruction, but it does seem like she doesn't have any animosity towards faith at all. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Well, coming in at number four this week, radio stations are beginning to remove Michael Jackson songs from playlists following the airing of HBO's docuseries, Leaving Neverland. The two-part documentary tells the story of two men who alleged that Michael Jackson abused them for years when they were young children. Uh, The Jackson estate has denied the allegations. Though Jackson's streaming numbers have been relatively unaffected, several major radio stations in New Zealand and Canada have pulled his songs from rotation. Radio play is also dropping in the U.S., though his songs are typically played 2,000 times a day in the U.S. since the documentary aired. That number has fallen to 1,500 times a day. Producers of The Simpsons have also pulled an episode of the series that featured Michael Jackson uh, doing a voice, uh, which was in syndication. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I watched the docuseries, and a couple of days later on the uh, pop radio station that was just happened to be on in the car, his song came on, and I was I felt very bothered by it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. because really, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a bothering. I had, thing. I had some friends that said it was like like we were sitting around dinner and talking about whether to watch it or not, and two of the husbands both said, "I don't know that I would tell people to watch it. It's so it, painful." I and, was so disturbed by it. It was it was um, it, you just felt spiritually. Honestly, it was like a spiritual oppression that I felt. Because you knew it was true, you know, and 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 these these men now who have sons told yeah. the experience of themselves, ages seven, eight, nine. There's photos. They talk yeah. in explicit detail of the grooming process and the manipulation nice. and the mind and how the family was manipulated and everything was coerced in such a calculated way over the years. And it is painful and heart wrenching, and you just feel disgusted afterwards it's not like a thing of outrage and like storm the gates it's like you feel tainted and a bit of your own innocence was taken from you by watching the series it was horrible well it was was the the, the crazy thing too is you know it it, it goes to show like the power of you know well done media because i mean this docuseries has been out for like two weeks now right like it came out the very end of february and in two weeks time Radio play in the United States has dropped by a quarter in just two weeks. You know, yeah. like, I mean, who knows? What and the thing is, everyone knew about these allegations. That's the if, thing. If, yeah, if you were to say before this docuseries came out, hey, has Michael Jackson been accused of a lot of really horrible things? It'd be, of course, I know that. Like, that just, it comes with an, but like, this docuseries that actually, you know, you hear from these alleged victims. At that point, it becomes so real that that's when it starts taking an effect where you, you see radio stations being like, okay, this is enough, even though this is stuff we everyone already knew. It, it's the difference between uh, hearing statistics about, let's say, 
war or famine or disease or genocide, 14 million people died at the hands of this sure. dictator. Uh, mm-hmm. Disease wiped out 400,000 people here. And going and sitting in a refugee camp and talking to the family who ran out of Syria and hearing the story of the little children and the mother who's, who daddy got shot by a sniper as they were running and they ran through the night. And here they are in front of you. Yeah. Now all of a sudden the war in Syria is very different. It's not a statistic and it's not a news headline. It's right. personal. And watching this docu-series opens up this story in a way that you, it, it just, you see images of Neverland and you know what happened in some of these rooms and you're just going, you're just turned. It just yeah. turns you in a way that you, just knowing the headline, knowing the clip, wacko Jacko. And that's yeah. so weird. He has yeah. a weird innocence about him because he didn't have a childhood and uh, it's quirky and, yeah, yeah, it's probably off, but yeah, we're looking the other way because it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. And we have empathy for him, kind of. Yeah. No. Once you hear like these stories, and, and like I said, that's why seeing his radio numbers in two weeks fall by a quarter. And like I said, who knows as kind of the public outrage, you know, I, I, I was reading the New York Times today. I think viewership for the, at this point, almost 4 million people have watched part one of this. So it's really that starting. That is unreal. To, that, that, that's, it's really people. starting to catch on. And if you want my uh, HBO login, I'll give it to you. So you I've can got watch a it. Okay, good. All right. Oh, I, I steal that online. That's no big deal. Yeah, He's I like, Annie, I'll give you my HBO login because you're probably home this yeah. weekend. If you don't have any yourself. plans tonight, Annie, I can give and, you my HBO you know, login. If, you're, if you don't have anything going tonight while yeah. we're all together, I won't be, I won't be using you mine. can watch so something yeah, that's incredibly yeah. disturbing yeah. and will steal some of your childhood. Just like, Annie, listen, I got You'll never see the world the same again. And when Annie has a song called Annie, Are You Okay? Okay, that I've always really enjoyed, and the answer is no, Michael. I thought it was I'm about Annie now. Oakley. Annie, are you Oakley? Annie, are you Oakley? <laughs> no, no well, not Annie no, Oakley. No, I, I always turned it to me. Either way, <laughs> shocking everyone. One thing that I think will be interesting about this is, is unlike a lot of these accusations that have come out against very beloved cultural figures, is there's no there's there's no justice right. here. There's no there's yeah. no target. Yeah. Michael's gone, and uh, and we're, we can't can't take down. So no, you can stop playing the songs. You can stop listening to them. But his his cultural impact is so much bigger than himself. Without Michael, there's there's probably have like the entirety of pop music is indebted to Michael Jackson in ways that we probably hard for us to even be fully aware of. Well, specifically, one of the two men on the documentary, uh, the the one kid, the way he met Michael is he you know was obsessed with Michael as a child, as a five year old, yeah. entered like a Michael Jackson dancing impersonation contest, won it. Oh, and then wow. like he came to the tour, came to Australia. He got the chance to dance on stage with Michael. And then all of a sudden this kid becomes like a dancer. Da, da, da. And, and that's when the relationship started yeah. happening. Oh. But, but then after that, when he became a teenager, he was still involved in dance, became a choreographer as a, as a 17 year old. Oh, he yeah. was the one who choreographed the Britney Spears breakout oh, wow. dances. And then he did all the in sync dances Think. and all oh, that wow. stuff. His name is Wade Robertson. And he became the biggest choreographer, which defined 10 years of pop music right. videos. Yeah. Wow. And it was, and you can't because, cancel those you, you, because you he was take, directly connected yeah. to Michael Jackson. You, you know, take, you can't take those. That influence is going to be there forever too. So that's, so yeah. what you're, right. we're in a place where we can't just cancel because that's been the solution. I don't think it's necessarily a bad solution. It's just, well, stop playing them. Stop giving them money. Stop yeah. giving, ban the book the, or ban the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think that there's a place for that, but it's not even an option here. So all we have to do, all we can really do is like you said, Cameron is just kind of sit with the awfulness of it and the tragedy of it. And the fact that we, that we collectively as a culture knew and didn't do this anything is, about th- it. You d- you just said something so important. You sit there and watch this and you go, I was complicit because we knew we, the fans, we American culture knew 
and we didn't do anything about it. You know, and we weren't the people who were holding up the sign saying he's innocent after the jury yeah. trials and all that stuff. No, but the ones who still enjoyed the music and just looked the other way, we turned our back on these kids and these men, and 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 that that that's what you're left with. And they're, they're, do they think there are a lot more men that we don't know about or they, women? The filmmaker uh, was very careful to make it about the two stories of these two men, nothing else. He did not wag his finger or imply, but you as a viewer start to do it in your own mind. What did it make you feel as like a dad, Cameron? Like what did it make you think think about for Cohen? I I, I watched it in tears, Annie, because of that. My son's nine. These boys that they were showing footage of were nine and seven and five. I mean, I just like that. I I, I just couldn't fathom, you know, I couldn't fathom. It was really, really difficult to watch. And, um, Hey. I think I think jingle number one is appropriate for that. that, that <laughs> the hard hitting news one. Yeah, yeah. the hard hitting yeah. news yeah. one. Yeah. Not, yeah. not jingle number two. That no way. No What's next way. On no. The, what's next on the countdown? Number three. Yeah, coming in number three this week. Uh, Stephen Colbert once again. It's every week on the hot list because Jesse watches the Colbert the show every night before he goes <laughs> nighty night. I respect it. Stephen Colbert is now the number one late night host among young viewers. For the first time, he's overtaken Jimmy Fallon in the critical 18 to 49 demographic for the first time. The Late Show is now far and away the most popular show on late night TV. It averages 3.8. Is that true? Far and away? It averages 3.84 million viewers, which is one, almost one and a half million viewers ahead of The Tonight Show, uh, which is 2.48. Holy cow. Overall, his total viewership has remained more or less the same, while other late night shows have declined in ratings. Industry analysts point to a number of reasons for the change, but mainly the overall tone. The game-centered uh, structure of Fallon Show might make for a less essential broadcast. Uh, you can kind of come and go, catch it from yeah. time. It's always enjoyable, but it's not vital. But Colbert prioritizes current events coverage, incisive and politically charged monologues, and in-depth interviews with guests, and even frequent discussion about faith and religion. It's got some gravitas and currency to it. I yeah. do like how this sounds like Jesse's writing for the fan club of Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, writing I'm on top sorry. of the Facebook fan I'm group. I'm sorry. A major cultural trend has just been uncovered with numbers <laughs> that every show is going down except for the one that regularly has segments <laughs> about faith. I thought that was interesting. Annie. I agree with you, Jess. Annie, are you Oakley? Yeah. Are you okay, Annie? Because I seem... <laughs> no, I started like... out happy and I've gotten angrier and angrier as the show goes on. We're getting edgy Annie. Hey, yeah. she's ready for some hot tub hot I, I can't wait for the game, Yeah, Annie. she is. Yeah. <laughs> Annie, uh, are, Annie, are you... Uh, are, do you watch... The late, do you dip into late night stuff? Do you watch it on TV? Yes. Yeah, but y'all remember I really love Jimmy Fallon. I mean, I like yeah. Stephen Colbert for the content, but I love Jimmy Fallon. I just love his personality. I think he's really enjoyable to know. Uh, okay, number two uh, this week, Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. He he wrote a anti hate speech statement that went viral after. Um, Oklahoma City superstar Russell Westbrook was involved in an ugly incident with a fan at a game this week. On Monday night, a, a vicious verbal altercation occurred on the sidelines of the OKC game in Utah. Uh, Westbrook was on the sidelines when a Utah fan shouted at him. Westbrook responded, and it was on mic, and he, and, and he threatened the fan and his wife. And then both the fan and Westbrook dispute what was actually said. Some witnesses to the exchange sided with Westbrook saying the fans said something completely disrespectful, racially charged, and homophobic. The Jazz investigated the incident and banned the fan from ever coming to a game again. Russell Westbrook was fined $25,000 for directing threatening language to a fan. 
Now here's here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, in Utah, yeah, I'm interested. You already had me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean that news made the rounds. But yeah. then yeah. this kind of follow up. Uh, yeah, this is where with, it gets with yeah. Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz. So just two percent of Utah's population is black, which is the lowest percentage of any state with a sports team. So in a written statement, uh, Mitchell asked fans and players to take a stand against racism. He wrote in part, as a black man living in a community, I love. And playing on a team that gives me the opportunity to live out my dreams, this incident hits close to home. Racism and hate speech hurts us all. And this is not the first time something like this has happened in our arena. I join other players in calling for all teams to take a stand. We should not be subject to hate speech or racist acts at any time, and definitely not in our arenas. Over the coming months, I will work with the team, my teammates, and the league to help make our arenas and our communities more inclusive and welcoming. That includes bans on hate speech and racism. Um, so he's a noted Spider-Man fan, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. So he he also said that during the off season, it his foundation like you got my attention. Just wait, just wait, Annie. Yeah. His uh, his foundation is called Spider Cares. Spider Cares. Oh, that's um, adorable. It's going like to focus it. on combating racial inequality, encouraging fans to join him in an anti-racism advocacy. He says, I'm asking all of you to join me in this process because when we all stand up and speak, change happens. Well, uh, man, I, oh. Donovan Mitchell is one of the more likable. I feel like one of the more likable guys in the NBA. I like he's probably my favorite non-magic player. Like oh, not only is he exciting. I appreciate you throwing that in. Yeah, there yeah well, of course, of course. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. I, I will. I will not talk too much about my Donovan Mitchell fandom, but. But, you know, he, um, you know, not only is like an electric fine player to watch, like he's literally a player that has won a dunk contest and it's not even conceivable that he could win a three point contest. He's got an incredibly exciting, solid play to watch. But we were at Summer League this summer. I was over. I wanted to see um, Grayson Allen, the rookie for the Utah Jazz. Huge flop this year. Yeah, he's not had a great year. He's not had a great year. Huge flop. Uh, That's his favorite rookie. Very personal thing to say. A huge flop. Bless his heart. Well, he got demoted to the D-League a couple times. But either way. way, So I go. So the game that they were playing in, the game that the Jazz were playing in was a smaller side arena that held, you know, maybe, I don't know how many people you think, uh, 2000 or something like that. The little high school gym there, Cameron at the Vegas. Mm -hmm. So we're all packed in there. And, you know, this is a showcase time for, uh, you know, rookies and, and, you know, guys that are, that have only been in the league for a year and it's packed with a lot of like young families and Donovan Mitchell is in street clothes on the sidelines and people recognize him because he's just there to support his rookies. Like you saw these kids face light up Every kid that like lined up to like meet Donovan Mitchell, he went and shook every one of their hands, was high fiving every kid there. He legitimately seemed like he's a really great dude. And cool. it's cool to see him stepping up and make taking an ugly situation and turning it into something positive or hopefully positive. Cool. Okay, and coming in, number one, palate cleanser for all this. Yeah, it's yeah. a palate well, cleanser, this number one. This week, Hillsong United released a new song from their upcoming album, People. Uh, the song is called Another in the Fire, and it's off their new live album. Uh, they're preparing for a massive global tour right now, the first since they went on hiatus in 2017. Here is a clip of the new song. This is gonna be big. I, I don't. I don't know what we. I don't want to get. Let's just say we've been. You know, 
planning coverage around the tour and mm-hmm. the album. And I think people are going to be very surprised Shocked. about yeah. the, 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 the album, the content, and also the tour. Yeah. And it's, if you're, yeah. if you're on the fence or been there, done that about Hillsong United, I mean, I'm a fan. I love, I love their ministry. I, I go to their tours. I listen to their music regularly, but if you're like, Oh, okay. You know, I think you'll be shocked by this yeah. conversation and this album yeah, and, I think so and what's coming after it. It's going to be okay. a very interesting new era. Yeah. The Saint, the Saint, Saint, your, 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 your dad's united. Okay. <laughs> Maybe this youth is, pastor. This ain't your youth this pastor. Ain't your youth pastor. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's yeah. a, it's a, you have a very young a father. Yeah. yeah. You could have a very young father. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's not his. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the hot list. Are we playing the, the, the favorite jingle? Our favorite one at number three was our favorite. Oh, Are we Jan- oh well, number five, I'm the, the last one with the little ting at the end. Oh, I'm you liked it in case you missed it. Huh? I, I'm looking in the booth, and right now there's a Supreme hat lying on the floor and a python comfortably taking a nap. So <laughs> I think people voted for that. I think people voted for that. <laughs> I got that. I got All that right, news. That'll do it for. <laughs> oh, I, like that. I like that quite a bit. No, on, on a serious note, before we go to the guest, seriously, Chandler's dad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next up, Maggie Rogers. <laughs> There's a little pause. I had to run back behind the studio because Chandler can't. He's, got, he's, he's been killed he's, by a python. Yeah. No, it's like when you see a, a pregnant lady with the baby kick. You yeah. know, you see the little oh, foot. Yeah, he's still that's Chandler. Yeah. He's, he's trying to hit the cue. He's, he's, yeah. he's trying to hit the cue. The process has begun. It's, it's going to take a while. <laughs> I mean, that cat was hungry. He was supposed to eat seven cats this week. Yeah, <laughs> there's five and a half cats tops. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Up next, Maggie Rogers joins us. Listen to Barry. Song is Clover. Well, today's show is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating a site with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with a click of a mouse. Uh, you can design a best in class online store with Squarespace's award winning templates, customizable settings, and more, all without a single plugin. From re- nationally recognized brands to your favorite local shops, Squarespace is trusted by hundreds of thousands of savvy shop owners around the world, including all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails all in one intuitive interface. Squarespace Commerce allows you to understand every aspect of your business. Go to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, set your website apart. Squarespace has been uh, sponsoring Relevant Daily yeah. most of the yeah. Oh, yeah, that's days cool. so far. Our new. Have you been uh, building any new Squarespace sites, Cameron? Are you, are you, I was updating relevantmediagroup.com yesterday, which is a Squarespace site. I was updating it with new job openings. So oh. I was in there 
doing all their things. New job opening. I, I just... Um, After today, you can put Chandler's on there since you just yeah. got eaten by well, yeah. 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 Ironically, I put... Uh, jingle Maker. I, I just called it Jingle Maker. You know, I did a site, a little freelance gig for uh, snakeman.biz, and it's a guy who rents out pythons for python stunts. And uh, it's a big business, and uh, it's very easy to set up. So snake snakeman.biz. The thing about all our friends who listen to the show is for sure there's going to be a snakeman.biz. <laughs> Just, in the next I just 24 checked, hours. and uh, the domain, shockingly, available. <laughs> <laughs> new, new business idea. We'll have that up by the time this podcast goes live, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go to my website to get my sakes. <laughs> that's that's the guy. That's the, <laughs> that's the proprietor. That's Is the it going to be one of those sites where like you like walk out, or the, that guy walks, walks out, out and, onto, the onto the screen and and, yeah, and, then, sure, and points sure. to what then, you're supposed to do? Like and, and then Chandler this. walks out on screen, and then a python slithers out each Chandler <laughs> while the guy pumps his fist and points to the written button no. in the corner. It's a very elaborate. Can it's the a, python be the cursor? You remember how that used to be able the cursor used to be different things on oh, different yeah, websites? Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Thank you it. so much. Maggie Rogers is an acclaimed singer, songwriter, and producer whose new album, Heard It in Past Life, debuted at number two on the Billboard charts, garnering critical praise for its indie pop style and deep lyrical themes. She has risen indeed. Yes. Up the charts. (laughs) Uh, Jesus, I just want to confirm that you hear me not making this joke. I was not involved. Just confirming. I don't know what you're referring to and why he would have a problem with that. Was it written in the profile? Yeah, <laughs> our very own Tyler Huckabee spoke with Maggie for a feature in the latest issue of Relevant. Um, if you haven't read it, go do it. Relevantmagazine.com. You can view the whole issue or pick it up at newsstands nationwide. Uh, but uh, you want to bring us parts of that conversation yeah. here on the show today. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that I really love about Maggie's music is the, and this is something that I feel like I said a lot about pop music, but is very rarely realized is how vulnerable she's willing to be in her lyrics. I think is really difficult to do both in terms of just making that work musically, like making it sound like a song and not just like you're writing your diary got put to some guitar chords, but also making it, <laughs> making it vulnerable in a way that is actually meaningful and yeah. not just sort of like so self-indulgent. You're, you're the one who wrote that r- music review in the last issue. It sounds like this artist just, it's their diary put to some guitar chords. But look, yeah. Very Sometimes cynical. it's what it sounds very like. Jaded. Sometimes it's what it sounds like, but it doesn't sound that way with Maggie. So, so th- th- This album was harder to choke down than a python <laughs> eating a string. Eating <laughs> 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 a string, boy. Python eating a string, boy. Two stars. <laughs> So so I asked her about that and uh, this is what she had to say. I've come to describe my job as being vulnerable for sport. But like, I've, I've, I think I've felt this way since I was even like in middle school too. You know, like when I was in middle school and I had a crush on somebody, I would tell them like immediately because <gasps> I had this mindset of it of like, if I tell you the whole truth, there's nothing you can do to hurt me. Like, everyone's got a crush on someone. Like, if I've got a crush on Sam, then, like, yeah, cool. Like, then it's not this big secret or, like, something we have to, like, stress about, you know? And it's, like, I think that I carry that into my music of just, like, here's all the things I feel, and I'm sure they'll change. Maybe you feel some of the same things. If you don't, that's cool. This is where I stand. I was looking at your face when Maggie was talking about being vulnerable for sport yeah. and, and, and disarming her own insecurity 
by just laying everything out there. Uh, you That's had an int- philosophy and I was going to say you had an interesting facial reaction. What did you think about that 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 idea? Yeah, I, I am. I, so y'all know I'm already a massive Maggie Rogers fan, yeah, and so yeah. I love her. So hearing her talk about that, I've just never heard her say that, and I've never heard anyone say be vulnerable for sport. I feel like I, I know she isn't downplaying that, but that feels like really downplaying what she does. And what we do as creatives, I was like, oh, I don't, yeah, it just surprised me to say it for sport. I was like, it feels like it's more important than that. But man, she does. I mean, she does. She is such a refined writer that you would never know how much she wrestles down her own truth to get there. I just, yeah, I'm, but it's I'm interested in that phrase. Even in her, what she said about as a kid, it's almost like she's, def- uh, I, I'm just going to tell you everything. I, I have a crush on you. So now you can't hurt me. She's yeah. saying like, yeah. uh, my art, I don't want you to tell me that my art isn't good or my art isn't important. So I'm just going to tell you, I just say, it's, I don't take it seriously. It's just for sport. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's almost the same. Like, I think I'll so push, too, Cameron. I'll push you I away so before too. you reject me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, really she's getting the opportunity. She's rejecting before you get to in yeah. some ways. Yeah. It's just sport. It's sport. It's okay. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you guess my weaknesses. I'm just going to tell them to you. So yeah. that way, if you don't like him, guess what? I already said it anyway. Huh. So, which I think is really interesting. But I think as sort of a byproduct, and this is something that I think anybody who, once you start trying to be really vulnerable, uh, be it in, in art, like with music or writing, but also just in life, you start to realize that it's not as scary or as uh, it's not as big as risk of a risk as it looked like maybe from the outset because it ends up being a uh, honesty breeds more honesty. And that's something that actually she talked about too, in this next clip. There's no possible way that I'm alone in feeling these things. Like so much of my record is about like kind of being really excited and then being kind of overwhelmed and, and like having a little bit of anxiety and being scared and then falling in love. And like this whole spectrum of emotions that I went through in like a couple of years. And I think I'm going to be like, reliving and refining those that spectrum of emotions for the rest of my life and it means that no matter where i am on that spectrum like somebody 10 years older than me and 10 years younger than me is going through similar things whether the narrative is exactly the same the feelings are you know are human and you said It's rare. I don't know. I mean, we talk to lots of artists. It's, I feel like rare and not to say that artists aren't always thoughtful, but to have that sort of sort of sort of insight into their own emotional intelligence, you know? Right. And being that thoughtful at such a young age, both as a person, as a human and as an artist, you know, like that feels like language someone comes to after they've had some sort of public meltdown or after they've had some sort of massive success that didn't fill, you know, that whole Jim Carrey line about, I wish everyone would get all the things they wanted so that they would know it wasn't, it didn't fill your need or whatever. I'm butchering it, but yeah, it feels like she's gained that. Like you said, Jesse, she's gained that way before most people do. It takes a pretty high degree of self-awareness to be able to say something like that recognize that the things you're feeling are both uh, in some ways unique to you, but in some ways very universal, and that these are things you're going to feel again, that you live in sort of a cycle of of a finite amount of human emotions that are going to keep coming back to you over and over through different seasons of your life. And that's that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean that you're not growing as a person. 
Uh, but it's hard to recognize that until you've been through a few of those cycles, which Huck, which she clearly has. That's literally what my counselor said to me yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My counselor those and I were talking, I was like, to me, how am I feeling this again? And she was like, it's not a problem to feel feelings again. It Look at hmm. how different you're handling what you're feeling, you know? Huh. But it, you, I could have saved a lot of money if I had just waited and listened to you today. <laughs> you listen, listen to Maggie <laughs> Rogers. Maggie Rogers if yeah, you want to. I had it similar when I was, I was talking to my counselor. I was like, I keep reliving this horrible thing I watched. She was right through the window. And he was eaten alive by a python. Oh and I gosh. knew him pretty well for years. And, but, you know, a bit's a bit. A bit oh, is Lord a bit. And, am I haunted? Do I see a grown man eaten alive by a python? I don't know how he couldn't be. It's a horrible thing to see. But could I have helped at any moment? Sure. <laughs> but anyway. Sure, I could have stopped it, of course. I Anywho, what, what else I got in my mind today? <laughs> Um, so sort of the last thing that I think what you guys have, like I said, she's very comfortable in her own skin. And I brought up this sense of authenticity that I get from her. And she, I don't want to say she was offended by it because that wouldn't, that, that makes it sound like it was too strong, but she says she doesn't understand the reaction that when people say that she doesn't totally know what they mean because she feels like being herself comes so naturally to her that it's hard for her to imagine people who, or get herself in the mind of mindset people who aren't themselves. Uh, and she, she appreciates it. Well, here's how she explained it. It's beautiful that like I can be awarded a prize for being genuine, but like I, I don't, I don't totally relate to. I, I, maybe it's the fact that I value work so much that like you know a compliment to me is like I, I love the the lyric structure of this, or I love you know something about the craft, or you know being congratulated for being myself feels like such a. I, I don't. I don't know. Is that something that that's not something that I can I feel like me being myself took a lot of work and effort for me to learn how to do that and is an ongoing like process, but it's especially, something that comes so in I think, I think especially too, and, and Annie, you could probably relate to this out of anyone, like someone who has like a public persona, you know, that is, it's probably easy for that public persona. And again, you could probably speak to this better than anyone for that public persona to get further and further detached from the real person for when someone like Maggie Rogers, like, Oh, it's great to see someone who has this is publicly out facing celebrity. That's actually a real down to earth person. Do you find that because she seems like that comes very natural? Do you find that as natural, or do you find that as a struggle, Annie? I that's a great question, Jesse. Um, I will be interested to see how she feels about that in ten more years, hmm. when when it's just been a little bit longer, and there's it is very easy to have them tied very close together when you're starting this. And then I think there's that you walk through a season of kind of well, what I've seen in myself and what I've seen in some friends is that you walk through a season where you have to separate your public and your private a little bit because they because of things that are happening in one or the other. 
And then you learn how to tie them back together in a more healthy way than you had them tied together the first time. And so I'm interested to see where she is on that spectrum. Is she already on the backside of where she's so authentic because she's figured out how to do it well? Or is she on the front side where there's still going to be time to learn how to do this better? But yeah, I, I mean, I, it is, it is something we, our generation thinks about that I think the ones before us didn't have to maybe, but. And yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's what you, you raise a really good point about how easy it is to build up a sort of a past in this, uh, in this business when you're in public, things that you're expected to hold true to that your fans want from you that you don't necessarily, that you don't necessarily identify with anymore as you continue to grow and change. And it'll be interesting to see how she continues to develop. But she's, I would say she's definitely off on the right foot. And, and, Man, she, no and she evolved a lot from her debut to oh, her sophomore. Sure. No yeah. sophomore slump here, you know. Oh yeah, it, it's a it's an ex, it's an exquisite album. Uh, love getting to write about this. Look, really love getting to talk to her. Ooh. It is. It's, Ooh, it's exquisite. It I thought it was fantastic. And I should say if you there's a lot more in the in the magazine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot yeah. more. This is just this is just this a is the appetizer. Bit. This ain't the meal. We're not giving that away for <laughs> this free. Is, yeah. This is like this is just this is for the python. This is just below the knee of Chamba. This is just just that's like that's probably a cat and a half. A cat and a half of Maggie Rogers right there. All right, stay tuned. Up next, a game I have no idea what's going to happen. But I'm going to win. Maybe I'm an echo. I may be a ghost. Could there be two of us? This episode of The Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Libscom University. At Libscom University, their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like. Plus, you earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus with the flexibility to fit your life. Listen, at Relevant, we believe in you, the listener. We know you're ready to leave. So you can pursue your goals and a better world at Libscom Online. Visit libscom.edu slash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B dot E-D-U slash online. You're listening to Celeste with the very apropos song, Father's Son. Okay, it is time for the game called Stranger Things Have Happened. <laughs> no. Oh, no. To honor the birth of a strang son, we will look back on the strange, disturbing history of this family. Oh, no. On the birth of Cameron. On the anniversary of the birth of Cameron. Ladies and gentlemen. Stranger things oh, have happened. Oh, all, right. all right. Okay. Stranger, cheers. Stranger things. Yeah. Have what happened. are we doing here? What okay. Is here's this? how Stranger. the game works. Here's how the game works. Okay. So on the line with us is a caller, and I'll explain while I'll introduce her and explain her role in just a second. But the game is uh, uh, to honor Cameron's birth and the legacy of your family that okay. you are continuing to live on today. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Have, a murderous legacy. We are d- d- taking a deep dive riddled. into the book about your family that your father has written to find out who knows more about the Shrang family Cameron the 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 eldest son on the on his birthday who has not read the book or he a complete stranger whose name is Taylor Taylor welcome to the show hi guys <laughs> I like so, Taylor's confidence t- t- my money's on her 
I'm back in Team Taylor. Taylor, as you know, this is to, to, uh, this is you know Cameron's birthday, and we're we're honoring the Shrang family history. How well do you feel like you know his family based on being a listener to this podcast? You know, I was going to get the book and I didn't, so I'm not quite sure. But happy birthday, Cameron! <laughs> okay, Thank you, Taylor. Girl, Taylor. Taylor. girl. Okay, so here's. Hey, does she have a phone? A friend? If she needs me, does she yes. get to call me I'm in glad at you any said point, that, Jesse? Annie, because there are there, there's an important twist to this game. Oh, Tyler, wow. you are the scorekeeper. Okay, I, got you. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, keep scroll. Sure. I'm hosting. Yeah, I got you. So I will read. So so uh, uh, Taylor, I will read you a question. Multiple choice. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't, no points. Same thing for you, Cameron. But okay. each of you get. Two phone of friends for the game. Uh-huh. But here's the twist. Uh-huh. Taylor, yours can only be Annie. And Cameron, yours can only be the other strang in the video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Brother Chandler. Who also Wait, has not uh, read the book. Taylor, okay I feel that. good about our chances, sister. Oh, okay. No. I'm okay with that. Annie read the book, didn't she? Yeah. Yes, she did. ma'am, I did. Thoroughly. Yes, ma'am, I did. Thoroughly. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Round one. There are four rounds. Yeah. Okay. Round one. Okay. Okay, uh, uh, Taylor, the book purports to tell the story of several families, uh, two of which have the names of 90s SNL stars. Which one of these is not one of the families covered in the book? The Farleys, the Farrells, or the Catans? Um, well, didn't he say something about a Catan before, possibly? Um the Farrell, what, what was the second one? The f- Farley's Catans and who else? The, fer- the, the Farrells, as in Will Farrell. Um, I'm going to go with Farrells. I'm sorry, Taylor. The correct oh. answer is the Catans. Okay, yeah. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good because I knew that one. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Taylor, don't forget, you got the Annie phone friend. She has yeah, the Yeah, but book. she's only got one, right? No, she got two. She I can got tell two. You, oh. I can tell oh. you that Amy Farley is my paternal grandmother. Oh, he would have Amy Farley. And, and uh, um, Rose Farrell okay. uh, and Harvey yeah. Farrell. Yeah, are my maternal oh, grandparents. Well, are they, they listeners? Are they podcast of, listeners? I would say some of your family members are going <laughs> to come up later in the game. Okay, Cameron. Well, Cameron, Cameron, how did you know that since you didn't read the book? <laughs> I, I had a lifelong relationship with my grandparents. Yeah, so I actually tell. knew my okay. grandparents. Okay. So. All right, Taylor, remember, you have the photo friend later. Okay, so Cameron, round one, your question. Uh-huh. In the dedication page of the book, oh, geez. your father... <laughs> I love your this father part. is your father is pictured with his two sons in Coem, who he lovely who he lovingly dedicated the volume to. Uh-huh. Chandler decided to make a bold hat choice for <laughs> Chandler decided to make a bold hat choice for an otherwise formal portrait. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> to be fair, Cameron made a bold what, facial hair choice in this kind, picture as well. What kind of hat is he wearing in the dedication page? Is it you have it's multiple choice. Okay. Is it a Supreme five panel? Which is his norm now. Is it yeah. an, an old timey golfing hat? Old timey golfing hat. Okay. Is it a fedora? Okay. Or is it a beanie? Okay, I can, I can say I can say this. Not having seen the dedication page of the book that was written to me and my brother, um, <laughs> but knowing my brother, I recall a phase where he wore the old timey golfing hat because my parents bought it for him on a trip to Ireland and brought it back, and he wore it. I think ironically. Is it the old timey golfing hat? You are correct. Yes. 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 Okay, Tim. I'm not kidding you. In that picture, you could cut 
Chandler out of that picture and set it anywhere and people would be like, is that a picture from 1911? <laughs> I mean, he's is, that, is that from the so, film The Legend of Bagger Vance? <laughs> just, yeah, look at him. Like, there he is. Yeah, there you go. All right, remember, remember Taylor, you, now you are officially down by... He looks by like a street, like... Uh, Thanks for the reminder. Newsy, uh, yeah. yeah, he looks the, like a guy from, from the Newsy. Depression depression era. Era. Okay, yeah. all right, listen, you, you are down by one, but it's okay, because you have phone of friends. Okay, okay, uh, Taylor, which of the... Which of the... I can't believe you have the book in front of you. Is that fair? She's uh, she's looking oh, at the I'll actual book. I'll take it. Just happen to I'll keep it with me at all okay. times. I'll close okay. it. Uh, okay. If Chandler okay. had the book, he could use it. Too. Uh, all right. I was planning <laughs> to bring it to your birthday. Chandler okay. lost it. Okay, yeah. Taylor. Which one of the following is not an actual quote unquote? This is from the book. Black sheep listed in the quote unquote infamous oh. actors section of the book. <laughs> okay. I actually do know this one, Taylor. Okay. But I think you do too, Taylor. Okay. I think you do too. So here's your four choices. <laughs> and these, these are as listed in the book. I did not mess with these. Okay. Accused traitor, Daniel Strang. <laughs> <laughs> Philandering <laughs> Philip Strang. <laughs> My dad threw an adjective. Self-proclaimed King Strang. Or Jesse Strang, comma, last public hanging in the state of New York. <laughs> wait, wait, read that again. One of those is not real. Okay. Yes. Three no, no, no. of those are real. I need the- Taylor, three okay, of those are ahead. real. So, so you have a, okay. you have accused trader Daniel Strang, philandering yes. Philip Strang, self-proclaimed King Strang, or Jesse Strang, last public hanging in the state of New York. <laughs> one of those is not real. I have to go with the last one. Oh, I am sorry. Really? No. Jesse Strang is real, and he was hung in 1827. Oh. The correct answer was philandering, philandering Philip. Philandering Phil. yeah. like, like, Philip. Wait, Taylor, can I phone my friend now? Taylor, you got to remember, <laughs> Annie is an <laughs> expert in this content. Listen, you got two more rounds, oh. Taylor, and you got you got some catch up to. So I suggest you use those photo friends. I like your strategy of saving them. <gasps> she went, she okay. went bold. She okay. went bold. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate her her gumption. I wish she attached to correct answers. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I was raised well. I was taught not to cheat. There you go. Uh, That's right. Right. I'm, I'm right. sending right. good Cameron. vibes to you, though, Taylor. One page in the book, your father wildly speculates about what... <laughs> I mean, literally, those are pretty much his exact words. About what celebrities could possibly be, be related to you both. Oh, which one of the, of the app. Yeah, which yeah. one of the following is not one of the individuals your father speculates? Okay, hold on. I can tell you this for a fact, and I don't know your list, but okay. I can tell you this. I having not, have not read the book. But okay. my dad is one of those dads that whenever you get together with the family, yeah. he tells the same jokes and the same stories. And so Uh-oh. he has Uh-oh. dipped into the genealogy app you might be related to list yeah. many, many, many times. So I know some of the names that he says verbally. Okay. I don't know which one's made the book. Okay. Uh, Excited the, about this. The options are Will Farrell, Kirk Cameron, James Cameron, or Chris Farley. Only one of those your father does not speculate that you could be related to. I'm going to go with, I haven't heard him. I I honestly have not heard him talk about Kirk Cameron nor James Cameron. I do know that the Chris Farley one, he tries to connect. Will Ferrell, they are certain. We are. Well, Will Ferrell, as you'll recall, went to a family reunion. Not ours. Yes, like, yes, yes, he did. Oh, no, he did. His family's from North Carolina, and the only it, way your father purports that it could be possible if it was the... the, the well, Harvey Farrell, my grandfather, is from the same area in North Carolina. Yeah, J- Jesse, didn't Will Farrell go to a family reunion, no. or it was rumored that he was an appeared at a family reunion? No. I, mean, I, I, I Possibly. I'll, I'll have to double-check that. Yeah, but no. one of these, he doesn't yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say I don't recall him saying James Cameron. 
Sorry, he does speculate James Cameron. Chris Farley is not mentioned in the book. Yeah. Okay. So, did Barack Obama make the list? Because he mentions that one a lot. That all the time. He's not in the book. Related to Barack Obama. Wait, 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 wait. Your father. Yeah. Who has books on other things? Yeah. Believes y'all are also related to Barack Obama. He believes it because of the app. There's this app that says, you know, based Mm -hmm. on, it's not like a DNA app. It's like literally one of these just apps that like you take some quizzes and like it tells you who you might be related to. He put that information in this book. So just FYI. Okay. All right. What's the score, Tyler? Okay. So right now. It's one nothing. It, it, it is actually one nothing. Cameron uh, has a has a lead, but but ta- we have a long way game. to go. Anybody's okay. There's no need to rub it in. Okay, all right. it's okay. <laughs> may I suggest? May I suggest possibly Here's using how, the phone a friend? Here we got two more, right? Two more rounds. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. I think oh, yeah. this round just suggesting okay. this is your game. Yeah. But normally I'm the scorekeeper. I would I would up the stakes. This round two points. Final round three points. Okay, Tyler, right. this is I hope your there's a whole chapter yeah. on Amy. I mean, a whole question on Amy. Amy strength. She's okay. one of my favorites. Okay, all right. Here, she's, Annie, she's this, awesome. this this question does reference of uh, one of your favorite parts. So Taylor, I suggest you Perfect. know maybe using one of the. Okay, Ar Farley. He, you may remember him. He was the recipient of no. this advice. Buy buy a good Bible, a dictionary, and marry a school teacher. Yes. That's why he was notable. But he also had eight brothers and system, all eight brothers and sisters, all of whom had awesome names. Which one of these is not one of AR's siblings? Okay, Taylor. Oh gosh. One of these is not related, it's not a sibling of AR Farley. Is it Delmar, (laughs) Baby, (laughs) OCI, or Aki? Could be either one. (laughs) Or Pep Pep. <laughs> Believe it or not, only one of those was not a sibling of AR Farley. Uh, 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 wow. Um, I saved my two till last, so I'm gonna phone my friend. Yeah, Annie, let's, let's Annie, work you on love this. this guy. Guy. You love this guy. He carried that okay. advice with him this whole life. You can't name I, his siblings. Yeah, it's embarrassing right? right now. Will you go through the four one more time so Taylor and I can just can just workshop for a second? Yes. Delmar, baby. <laughs> OCI or possibly Aki. Or, Annie, can we call pep, baby pep. out? Do you agree on that? Yeah, I think baby's a good one. OCI, he wouldn't he wouldn't make up one that he didn't know how to say. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. So oh. I'm gonna go with I'm with you on either baby or the fourth one. It's two or four. What's you the, you make the, the final call, one? Taylor, yeah. but the, the fourth one is Pep Pep. Yeah, yeah. It's either so it's either baby or Pep Pep. Okay. Um Baby may have well, happened call- in the 1800s, Taylor, but I can't. I, I can't remember, and I'm not looking All through the right. book. We're gonna need an answer. We're gonna need an answer. <laughs> um, okay, go with go with Pep Pep. Pep Pep is correct. For two points, remember you have a phone a friend right in the room there. Okay. Speaking of Jesse Strang, before he was, was he the last public hanging in the state of New York, he was. Yeah, yeah, before, he was. Yeah, before right after he was King Strang. Before he was hung. For, yeah. Before no, King Strang was assassinated. Yeah. There's several murders. It's murders. easy to get him confused. Okay. Prime riddled. Before Jesse Strang <laughs> was hung for murder, the judge told him this. You are guilty. You must be convicted. You must die. He then lobbed several insults at Jesse Strang uh, before the del- a jury deliberated for a mere 15 minutes before convicting him. Which one of these insults did the judge not lob at Jesse Strang in the moments before he was hung? Which one did he not lob? He not lob. Okay. okay. Yeah. Two of these he this actually guy. said. He said, remember, these. this is happened in 1827. So these are 1827 insults. 
This is a man that was about to be hung. <laughs> this is how bad he was. The judge said this moments before Hayes okay, hanging. Okay. <laughs> Serpent. Scoundrel. Fiend. <laughs> Only one of those was not one of the last things Jesse Shrine here. <laughs> okay, but I will I will I will col- collaborate okay. here with my phone friend okay. uh, Chandler Strang. Uh, scoundrel, serpent or Fiend. Fiend. Uh-huh. Two of those were yelled at Jesse Strang by the judge. <laughs> yes. Before he died. Serpent, scoundrel, <laughs> Echoing fiend. in his brain is... is the- I'm, I'm thinking serpent, Chandler. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel this snake, you know, theme going on. Serpent. Yeah. I'm sorry. The correct oh, answer is... Scoundrel! No! Yes! <laughs> wow. Taylor, okay. it's ours. Final, it's ours to be final had. Round. And no matter how right? it shakes out, whoever gets the win in is the winner. Yeah. No, because if she gets it right and we get it right, she's she wins. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so three points. So you should go with me first. Okay. Because yeah, if I get true. it wrong, she true. wins anyway. Okay. Right. I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. to stick on the... You know, you've had some bad luck with the Jesse Strang, which he's... Honestly, the most interesting part of the book. So <laughs> I disagree, but go ahead. Okay, so so I am going to let you. I'm gonna. Would you uh, uh, want to have a, a question related to Jesse Strang or about a strange grave incident? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I, I have no knowledge of either. So uh, dealer's choice. Okay, care. we'll go with Jesse Strang. Uh, in a murder, <laughs> sorry, okay. in, a, in a plot to murder a na- man named John Whipple. Uh, that was also that this plot also involved another man named Calvin Pepper. They're just great names. I had to throw them in there. <laughs> Jesse Strang's lover, Elise, planned to use. Did one- my dad in his book use the word lover? Yes. That's shocking Re- in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. Get him on the phone. Yeah. So more than you think he would. More than you think he would. Yeah. It's, it's littered throughout this. It's a pretty wow. scandalous vibe. This is why it's so, good reading for the guest room. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So Elise planned to use what method to conduct this assassination? Was it? The old poison tea trick, staging a stagecoach accident, pushing someone into a vat of hot molasses, or literally tying a man to railroad tracks. Okay, so this is worth three points. I have one. Mm -hmm. She has three points currently. Yes. So I have to get this right. Then to. I go into the lead by one. She has to get it right to win the game. Yeah. Hey, Jesse, all if, if Cameron does it, can we both make a guess? And then whoever gets it wins? No, no, Ch- well, no that's how the next... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Chandler. So Chandler, uh, uh, what are you thinking of those Taylor, I know this one. Taylor, I know this one. The old poison tea trick? Wait, staging. Th- this is how he... How Elise tried to lover. kill John Whipple. Tried. Oh, yeah, tried okay. to kill John got Whipple. It, got it, got it. The old poison tea trick, staging a stagecoach accident, pushing him into a hot... To, into a vat of hot molasses or literally tying him to the railroad tracks. I don't think she could tie poison him. And, and tea. I'm going to say the poison tea trick. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. yeah. It was arsenic. Oh. And he lived. I knew that. <laughs> he lived through the arsenic. He lived. I knew that. Yeah, you know Sorry, the weird Taylor, thing about that? that? This is true. Wow, this is crazy. So John Whipple lived through the poisoning yeah. because Elise was secretly the lover of Jesse Strang. Uh-huh. This is true. John Whipple bought a gun, had one bullet to protect him because he got sick from the arsenic and thought someone's after me. She stole the bullet, gave it to Jesse Strang, removed the curtain from his room so Jesse Strang could lay on a roof next door and he shot John Whipple. (laughs) It was unbelievable. It's a great story with a single bullet that Whipple had bought after getting poisoned by arsenic. It's a fantastic story. The power of women comes through so strong in that story. This is better than Tombstone. She just moved that bullet to another gun. I'm, I'm impressed. So Taylor, 
this is you if you to, get for it, the win. if you get it, you you win. If yeah. you miss it, you lose, and you still have one more phone a friend. Okay. Here is the final question. Daniel String, this is before the name was changed to Strang. Uh, Daniel String, he he was buried in New York in the 1750s, but his grave now resides in Connecticut. Huh. What is the strange reason for this? Okay, here are your options. A botched grave robbing, a long-running dispute on which side of the graveyard the state line should be on, Huh. It was actually Daniel's twin Del Mar buried in New York in a morbid case of mistaken identity <laughs> or the strings ran afoul of the local mayor who demanded Daniel's body moved out of the state. Huh. Which one of those Ooh. reasons was he buried in New York, but now resides in Connecticut? Annie. Uh, well, it's Taylor, really. <clears throat> Taylor. do you Well, want- I was going to go to Annie. <laughs> Taylor, I'm going to, I don't know this one and I'm not going to look through the book, but I'm leaning toward one or two either. I'm, I'm leaning toward it's a state line situation that's, over. That's kind of what my gut said. Yeah. Well, we both have a gut answer, Jess. Okay. All right. State line. Ladies and gentlemen, for the win, Please. the correct answer. A long ready dispute on which side of the graveyard the state line would be on. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor, you Taylor, you things. Happy birthday, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible, Kenny usually terrible wins, son. so that was the luck was on our side. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Well, You're right, Taylor. Taylor, here's the other thing. Women can trust their guts. Women yeah. can trust their we, guts. We didn't we didn't say hi to Taylor. Where where are you calling us from? Uh, yeah. winner of I our game. Northeast uh, Pennsylvania, so n- near Philly. Near Philly. Philly. Taylor, it has been so fun being on this game with you. You too. Thanks so I much for having me. I'm so proud of you for winning. It. I knew yeah. you could do it. I knew you knew the strings better than the strang knew the strings. <laughs> um, you actually answered the questions correctly, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Go. That last one was guts. That'll do it for the first installment in the Olympics. Stranger Things. Congratulations, Taylor. Happy birthday, I mean, Cameron. Jesse, are you impressed that we guessed that last one correctly? It's pretty I know, good. I know. Pretty good. Hey, uh, many thanks to Maggie Rogers for <laughs> joining us on the show today. You can follow her at Maggie Rogers on Twitter. Uh, go get her new album. It's called Heard It, Heard it in a Past Life. It's great. And read the uh, feature with her in the brand new issue of Relevant. It is uh, available at relevantmagazine.com and newsstands nationwide. Just go check it out. Thanks also to Squarespace for making the episode possible. You can go to squarespace.com slash relevant for free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Cameron, we're looking at the same marketing copy here and I did not write this and I feel like I'm reading it for the first time, but I feel like you should probably read at least the second part of that first one. Oh, that is really funny. (laughs) Amy put that in there. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is weird. It says, don't forget to wish our CEO... And founder and fearlessly, yeah, and the yeah. guys are all this of uh, a birthday shout out on on Instagram, blah blah blah. And it says cards, money, and expensive gifts can be sent directly to Jesse Carey, <laughs> Church Street, Suite Two Eleven, Orlando, Florida. Right. Is there, yeah. uh, that's really funny. Hey, remember to vote for the hot list jingle. You can go to uh, relevantmagazine.com/slash/vote, or you can just go to the. Uh, podcast episode page and vote for your hot list jingle and next Friday we will debut it. I feel like we've tipped our hand a little bit to the to the staff favorites here a little bit but I but I hope we can We're split. We'll yeah, take whatever we'll, we'll, we'll take yeah, yeah, we're gonna believe you. <laughs> either either right. way either yeah. way I've got a cage of cats and one very irritated <laughs> python on our hands. Uh, <laughs> hey a little uh, update on the format stuff. You know for the last like six weeks we've been trying to do a live video podcast on yeah. Tuesday episode. We have 
Uh, scrap that idea. We have scrapped that idea. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but a couple of the Tuesday shows were shorter than normal and stuff like that. Behind the scenes, there's a lot of tech difficulty in pulling that off. Now here, uh, fans of that uh, experience, I mean, there was like 10,000 people who watched us live uh, every Tuesday. If you enjoyed that, we will be doing them. Uh, we will be doing them more especially events every couple months. It's just not going to be every Tuesday. So uh, just want to make sure that the we put the best podcast out there and with all the moving it's parts. It's a good of, idea. We really tried it. It was did. ambitious. It was a college try. Hey, yeah. Yeah. it's a good no regret. We tried I gave our it, best. I gave it, I gave it 70% of 50% of my effort. And, and you know, all of our friendships survived you know? it, which yeah. is what matters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. It was just, I, you know, the toll, honestly, behind the scenes that, that the that the public didn't see, it was just a, pretty difficult to get all those moving parts, it all the like, Skype it lines. It was like Fleetwood Mac back here. Social media Emotional turmoil. It was not our strongest, finest Those of you who are in business, you know, the term opportunity cost and the fact was is it just took so much effort to put that out that you know some of the team like social media and tech and whatever that there's other things they couldn't be doing so we'll still do it we're just gonna you do it didn't special. have me on i didn't work out i don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so that, i mean uh, hug, if there's one say. thing you should take away from this it's that without you we crumble you yeah tyler, I think you tyler I, involved i'm not i'm not certain after reading how you know, scandalous people can be. I'm not certain Tyler did not sabotage it. Because <laughs> I know sabotage. Dude, that he single bullet, bullet thing. If yeah. I watched a Western and yeah. they did that plot uh-huh. line, I'd be like, that's crazy. No, literally. Gosh, I love Westerns. Can yeah, we make the, a Strang family Western movie? Th- this has Coen Brothers written all over be, It, it could just be Jesse Strang. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Literally, the ballad of his Jesse lover Strang. tried to poison Whipple. Yeah. Whipple bought a single bullet because he didn't have much money. Yeah. She stole the bullet, gave it to Jesse Shrank. And then not only did he shoot him, the, the cool thing is, well, it's the 1800s. The so cool cares? thing. It was I like pretty how you're cool. phrasing that. The cool thing. He had her, he's like, hey, make sure that the, you take his curtains down so I get a clean shot through the window. <laughs> right. How cool is that guy? Then, you know what else you know what he did right after that? Yeah. He ran to the grocery. This is true. <laughs> he ran a mile. He sprinted a mile yeah. to a grocery store and started shopping so that people would see him and he'd have an alibi. <laughs> and, they'd be like, and they would be like, hey, well, Jesse Strang didn't shoot that guy through the window. I literally saw him grocery shopping. The judge was like, they, they determined, no, he totally could have ran that mile. Like, you know, did, they, did they send something out to run it? Like, was that the... No, no. Well, well they, they determined... the other. The, this is where it gets gruesome. He actually like paid a doctor to remove the bullet, the single bullet that couldn't be traced back to him before they found the body. Oh my goodness. I mean, wow. Cameron, so things. it's serious. That book is worth a read. I know. All right, I know. Right. It's got some gripping tales in there. Well, this is where your ingenuity comes from. You know, you have really taken <laughs> that legacy yeah. and employed it in much more positive yeah. or at least neutral yeah. Neutral. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I'm reading. I'm reading the stuff they're telling me to read. Hey, if you like the relevant podcast, help spread the word. You can subscribe to the show in uh, Apple Podcasts and give us. This is what it says: the five stars we deserve. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Hey, right now there's a special offer going on uh, with Relevant Magazine subscriptions for podcast listeners. You can get your first six months of Relevant Magazine for only six dollars when you subscribe at relevantmagazine.com/podfan. Make sure to check it out. We think you like the issue. Hey, you. You will not want to miss the next one. Yeah. Uh, this one yeah. I love. It's our 16th yeah. anniversary issue, but a lot of fun stuff in motion for the next one as yeah. well. Um, and also, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but Relevant Daily is up and running, live and kicking. It's broadcast every day at noon Eastern, yeah. uh, wherever you watch video. So it's on 
Twitter, it's on Facebook Live, it's on Instagram, it's on uh, it's on YouTube, and it's at the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. It's also an audio podcast. It's where we bring you what you need to know each day at the intersection of faith and culture. If you miss the video, you can just go to wherever you listen to podcasts and search for Relevant Daily, and you can like listen to it on your commute home or something. It's a little 10-minute update keeping you in the news, in the know. Uh, Tyler and Jesse are doing a great job, mainly Tyler. Yeah, well, you know, we all, we all Jesse, have your job is so sorry. You are going to get eaten by pythons. <laughs> Someone's getting turned into a python. Uh, I've been busy reading a book uh, for the last several. <laughs> all right, we're giving you a lot word. of stuff to do. You got to go vote for the hot list jingle. You got to go subscribe to Relevant. You got to you got to go uh, rate the podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts. But if you have two more minutes and you're online, you want to help us out. Take a quick demographic survey. Head over to relevantmagazine.com slash pod survey. Uh, we want to get to know you. So so we can craft the show and uh, partnerships and everything more to the things that you're interested in. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. There you go. On that note, we will wrap it up. We got a basketball game to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I am Cameron Strang. I'm Pep Pep Strang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Delmar Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Baby Strang. <laughs> we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a good weekend, everyone. We love you, Cameron. Happy birthday, yeah, Happy birthday, Happy birthday, birthday Cameron. Yeah. Do you believe me now? Thank you for listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from The Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. a delicious podcast producer. Relevant Podcast Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.